are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. 20 years ago, he launched his agency, Cap Digisoft. He says he always wanted to launch a product that would impact millions. He's now building Juggle. They're doing $100,000 a month in revenue up from almost nothing just a year ago. He put in 250K in a pre, you know, up, up front to get it going uh, and then raised another two, uh, raising 3 million right now, 2.3 already wired on a 15 million valuation, burning 100 grand a month uh, uh, per month right now, but doesn't concern him. He's got plenty of runway. Team of 24, 15 engineers. Again, a platform that helps you motivate, track, and measure employee engagement. Hey, folks, my guest today is Arun Kumar. He's building a tool called Juggle. That's J-U-G-L.com. It's employee and client success management platform. Arun, you ready to take us to the top? Oh, yes, sir. All right. Whenever I see a startup founder where they've got two jobs listed as present on their LinkedIn, I'm always curious. So you're doing Juggle, but you also have Cap Digisoft solutions for the past 20 years. How do these things fuel each other? Yes, Cap Digisoft is my 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 first business I own. It's a tech company. I have around 400 employees working globally in operating from four countries. But I'm always passionate about product. You know, through product, we can able to impact hundred times or a thousand times more than what you do through service industry. So so we found a bigger opportunity. And and I formed a dedicated team for Juggle. And I, Juggle is a separate entity. And we raised the funding and it's going great. And by the way, thanks for having me on your show. Not of course. Me. You've been doing Cap Digisoft though for almost 20 years. Juggle has been only three years. I, I love a story where a SaaS founder found a need via their agency. Is that the pattern you fall into here? Is Cap Digisoft an agency and that's how you discovered the idea for Juggle? Uh, I would say yes and no. Uh, I, I found this myself personally or not my team or anybody uh, because I know I want to form the product. Again, to keep it a story interesting, uh, through CapDigisoft, always I invest under two quarter million every year to find the product which can impact millions of businesses. Mm-hmm. And Juggle is, my, Juggle is my fifth uh, try on those process. So every time I invest, I learn something and I decided, okay, this, I'm not going to impact millions of businesses from this product. So I scale down or I close. So yes. Juggle is my fifth venture like that. So I always explore, I always explore invest. All right. Let's talk about Juggle. Give me a customer story. How's a customer using you today? Um, you know, Juggle is mainly designed for non-tech business owners, right? And countries like Asia, Middle East, uh, Central America, those people are non-tech business owners. They don't have a proper tool to manage employee efficiency, employee communication, task force. They are not. And they are not a tech-savvy business owners either. So they are generally using the available tools like WhatsApp and then Telegram. They're using those tools but those tools are not efficiently designed to manage employee communication and employee productivity. So the problem, what we're trying to solve is like, you don't 
Again, when you introduce a new product like Slack and Microsoft Team, it is a painful process for them. Mainly, they're getting user adaptation because the users are non-tech people and the interface is different, the habit is different, approach is different. So they, they miserably fail when they introduce these kind of tools. So Arun, can you give a real example? Can you name a company in Central America that's using you? Yeah, so that is a that is a, a company called Bamboo. They have uh, 200 employees. They Their business is managing um, the building. They construct the apartments. They construct the shopping complex and manage it. And we have our office, Central America office in that building. So they are the first customer in Central America who adopted us. So, awesome. so there's 200 clients and they're using WhatsApp for communicating between employees. Interesting. Now, is Bamboo, is, are they representative of your average or median customer today, about 200 employees? Yes, 200 employees is my average. That is my average uh, customer customer size, employee size per organization. Okay, and then give me a sense of how you price. What's a company like Bamboo going to pay you on average per month or per year to use your technology? So before before the pricing, I want to talk about what is the impact Juggle is giving so that you well, can... Arun, sorry. My audience is extremely data-driven and they're technical. So I understand you want to talk about impact and all that. Let's talk about that towards the end, though. So on average, what are these customers paying you per month or per year? It is anywhere between 3 to $5 per user per month. Okay. And now that we have that, so let's talk about the impact. How are you measuring, you know, you know, the impact Bamboo is having by using Juggle on their 200 employees? All right. You know, let us say they are paying $2,000 per month salary per employee. That is a, yep. that is a ballpark price. And Juggle will impact and improve 10% of their productivity increase, right? We claim up to 40%, but I'm talking about minimum. That means they are gaining $200 more productivity from the employee. So when you do the comparison, when you get $200 more productivity, paying $5 is no brainer for people. Yeah, but people have to believe the number you give about productivity gains and increases, right? So like people that don't know you well would say, well, how do you measure 40% increase, right? How do you measure this? We have a free trial, 30 days, and we give a complete use case. We take one department, we implement Juggle, and then we also tell them how to measure that 10 to 20% productivity increase. And well, how, how do you know what their how do you know what their baseline productivity was to know that you improved it two hundred percent? Because we will we give them a blueprint of how you can measure uh, the the productivity before juggle and after juggle. But what what is the productivity metric? Like you know, gallons of water, for example, or number mm-hmm. of API calls, or what what is the actual thing you're measuring? See again, you know how many tasks they do and how efficient they do. These are the two data we are looking for. Correct. And when you assign a task and there is no follow-up and there is no reminder for a task, employees always go slow on the task base, right? Not every employee is disciplined to check what is their task they to complete. No. So mm-hmm. business owners doesn't have time to remind them, give the list in front of them. They don't have mechanism right now. But in Juggle, they will get a reminder, hey, you have X number of tasks reminding. Correct. And if you do this, that is an encouragement waiting for you. It's a psychological motivation. It's I not see. only task management, it's psychological motivation for people to complete it. I see. And then, okay, so a company like that has 200 full-time employees paying 3 to $5 per us- dollars per user per month, that means the average customer is maybe paying you 600 to $1,000 per month, something like that. Correct. Correct. Okay, interesting. Can you Now that we understand sort of the economics there, give me the backstory. When did you launch the company? What year? Uh, we launched three years ago, and interesting is we pivoted twice 
since we launched. You know, we launched as a personal productivity and also business productivity app. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went to the market and market says, if you go to the personal, they say business is there, it's not for me. And when we go on personal to the business, they say, hey, personal is there, it's not for me. Correct. So then we came back to the drawing board. We completely re-engineered everything, exactly focused towards business. Correct. And then we go back. Well, give me an example of that. Give me an example of something you you a feature you killed because it was too personal. Uh, well, we okay. I've introduced, we introduced a new feature than killing. The new feature is creating a workspace for the business, so nobody can get into the workspace. No disturbance whatsoever. I Correct. See. In personal, you will see the message from business also in personal in the same screen. The distraction comes in. I see. In I this see. space, we introduced a one workspace where business exactly fit into it, and then they don't have any distraction. I see. Okay. So you get going in 2020. When did you write the first line of code for the platform? Was that earlier? A 2020, uh, I think 2020 middle. Okay. Okay. And then how long, how long were you writing code before you closed your first customer? Uh, I would say eight months. Okay. So my question to you is as a business owner, how much of your money did you plow into this thing before you had your first customer? Uh, if I can say close to $800,000. Does that make you, ner- that make you nervous? Uh, to some extent, but since because of my background, technology background and other product experience, me personally, I felt that is a reasonable investment from my perspective because we have a chat engine. We have a chat system we built, and that is a custom chat system, like like Slack, like owning a custom chat system with a task for 800K. I think that is a that is a brainer, no brainer for me personally. Okay, so then you got your first customer after that. Where did you find that first customer? Do you remember? Uh, you know, I am a good networker. I, I talk to people. I have my own social media channel. I publish and I talk my progress. I have around 100,000 followers. So as soon as I published... I have 500 companies who signed up, they want to try, but we spoke to people and we selectively identified which company is suitable for us. And then we onboarded one by one. So now we have 400 organizations using our app very successfully. So today you have 400 paying customers? Yes. Okay. And can I take the 400 paying customers times the average monthly ARPU you just told me uh, you're doing about $280,000 a month in revenue? Um, I would say under 1,000 would be reasonable because... Not every company has 200 employees. Many companies have 250 employees, sorry, 25 employees, 40 employees. It's all over the place. But you, Since told, me, well, you told me, quote, my medium number of employees is 200 earlier in the interview. That is our target market. But our launch strategy is not go to the bigger one, go to the smaller one, get the product stability, and then go to the larger one. Now, okay, but Aaron, just to be clear, your, 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 median, your median customer today then is not 200 employees, correct? See, Again, as I said, we claim the ladder. The first ladder we claimed is 25 average employees. Okay. But I don't want to go into the 200 employees in the first step. I want to stabilize the product by introducing to 200. But now our target market is 200 employees. That is, I understand, but a target market of 200 is different than what your median customer is today. So I understand what you're saying, but I just want to clear that up for the audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. You can say that 25 employee is, but eventually, when you ask me next year, it will be a different number. I see. Okay. So if you're at about $100,000 a month today in revenue, where were you exactly one year ago so we can calculate growth? You're asking after one year? No. If you're at $100,000 a month today in revenue, where were you one year ago so we can calculate growth? Um, 
I would say zero because we didn't have any revenue at all last year because last year people using it, we gave a free trial. So, so we, we don't have any revenue at all. We didn't have any revenue. Arun, you told me that you wrote the first line of code in 2020 and your first paying customer you got eight months later. That would have been early 2021, but you just told me in 2022, which was last Again, year, you didn't know revenue. one customer pays, it doesn't... So when we get $1,000, $500, I don't really consider that as a revenue, but I could, excitement is, okay, we got one customer paying. But when you talk about revenue means we have five customers paying every month, that took a long time. We signed up the first customer, they're ready to pay. And we start focusing only on that one customer, what you want more, what you want more. So we didn't onboard the second customer for a long time. And we didn't, we didn't, and we gave three months, three months free trial for every other customers. Mm-hmm. So was 2022 total revenue under, call it a million bucks or under 500K? No, I would say less than $100,000. Okay. So under 100,000. So you, yeah. you've, you've been scaled over the past 12 months from nothing to a hundred. You did, you collapsed, collected $100,000 last month in revenue, correct? No, in 2021. Okay, but you just you just told me that your total monthly recurring revenue today is $100,000 a month. Is that accurate? 2022, yes. You just told me that your total monthly recurring revenue today, so as of last month, was $100,000. That's July or 2023. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. So if you're doing $100,000 a month today and you were doing zero a year ago... That means you've added $100,000 in new monthly recurring revenue in the past 12 months. Does that make yes, sense? That's right. That's right. Okay. How did you do that? Uh, again, aggressive marketing. And I use B2B means I always go and talk in a conference. It's an educator, educator approach, right? You know, you educate business what problem they have because most of the business owners, they don't know that they have a problem and they don't know that that is a solution. So educating- What was the last conference you spoke at where you got cus- juggle customers from it? I spoke in India. And we launched Juggle in front of 1,000 1, business owners. Was that at SaaS Boomi or what was the conference? Uh, it is not SaaS Boomi. It is, uh, you know, SaaS Boomi is a tech, tech conference. But I chose a conference uh, It called Kitco. They have uh, one specific regional business owners all aligned. It's, uh, it's called Kitco Launch Annual Meet. And there are around 1,200 1, business owners were presented in that. And what do you put in your slide deck to get people watching you on stage to convert to a juggle user? We, I talk about problem. They, this is a problem business owners are facing. I ask a simple question, do you face this problem? And I ask them to raise their hands. And okay, so I raise, they, my, I raise my hand and I say, yes, that's, you, don't, you still don't have my email though. You still don't have me signed up as, on juggle. How do, you, how do you get someone from raising their hand a, to sign I up? A, I have a QR code display on the screen. I said, okay, can this QR code download the app? Our team will call you and onboard you. Interesting. So how many people scan that app from 1,200 total in the audience? I think 240, I would say, but I don't have exact number, but 240 wow. organization signed up on that particular conference. That's impressive. Okay, very cool. Tell me more about how you've capitalized the business. Is it bootstrapped or have you raised capital? Uh, first, initially bootstrapped, a quarter million invested by, by me and other co-founder. And then uh, we raised 2.3 million so far, but my seed round is $3 million. And we'll be closing $3 million in the next few months. When was the last close? What month? You mean like when I received the last investment in the seed Correct. round? Yeah, I received last week. Okay, so you closed a 2.3 million seed round this, this I'm not month. closed as of, it is a $3 million seed round. I've not closed yet. I've received 2.3 so far, and I'll be receiving 700 thousand in the next few months and close 
the 3 million seed round in next two months. Okay. So sorry, you've done the first close of the 3 million seed round. You've had and received 2.3 million of wires. You tend to get the rest of the 3 million here shortly and officially close the round in the next couple of months. All right. Exactly right. Okay. What's the market like today? I mean, do you go out and sell 10% of the company for 3 million bucks or how do you think about it? Uh, I, I, I'm diluting 20% of my company for the $3 million. Okay, so it's a $15 million post-money valuation then. Correct. Does that feel fair to you? For me, yes. Why do you say that? Because we, we did an intense study on valuation, and we also hired a consultant from California who is a very strong M&A expert, and you know, we got opinion from him as well, and he says, Arun, this is fair value. Valuation. Why would you use an M&A expert to come up with valuation when VC valuations are very different? I, I know that. And I have very close associated with VC firm as well and m and also. And I took advice from everybody. Mm-hmm. That's a 15x multiple on your current revenues. Um, how do you make sure you grow into that valuation to prevent a down round in the future? Uh, this is, you know, we compared with other product and this valuation is based on the stickiness. Once customers start using this, it's stickiness. You take Can you quantify that? What's your gross churn? You're saying yes. I my customer lose my my customer retention is more than ninety percentage. And that's annually? Yes, annually. On a gross basis. Yes, correct. Okay, so ten percent gross annual churn. And do you have a playbook in place to expand revenue to make up the ten percent whole? Yes. So is your expansion revenue the last twelve months more than ten percent? Yes, yes. You saw the you saw the number, right? The revenue was. No. But we had under thousand under thousand last year, and this year we will be hitting one million. So under thousand to one million is one side, and then we will be appointing a lot of resellers across international. And we are launching in Malaysia this month end, and uh, we are launching in El Salvador this month this week. Matter of fact. And then, you know, so we'll be launching in Singapore. So we are expanding. Sorry, Arun. Yeah, I understand that. N- new customers do not impact your historical net dollar retention. Um, so I'm asking about customers you signed up a year ago. What you just told me is 10% of them will churn. And no, no, no. what I'm asking... No, no. What was your question? Did you just did you about, what you just said. Yeah, we're just we're talking about standard SaaS metrics, gross churn, oh. expansion, and net dollar retention. Those numbers are all lagging that you look back at the last 12 months. You're not, we don't care about future growth on those, those metrics. Okay. Okay. See, last month we onboarded many customers. They used it and they started paying only for this year. So I will know the retention data, but next year. Oh, I see. So you don't have a full year of data. I don't have a full year of data. Oh, but, but since they, since I'm closely working with customer, I can able to give you the data that, you know, since they're onboarding new new employees every day, that shows that the stickiness is there. I see. I see. I see. That makes sense. What's your team size today on Juggle? 24 employees. 24. How many engineers? Uh, I would say more than 15 engineers or tech people. And do you spread them out? Are they all remote or are they based in one central location? No, they, they are all across the place. I have people from Poland, I have people from Brazil, I have people from US, I have people from India. How did you find and run a recruiting process for an engineer in Brazil? Oh, you, you tell me, uh, that is the biggest, biggest pain any tech entrepreneur will face. <laughs> you know, so, so it is our, our philosophy is uh, hire fast, fire fast, promote fast. So, so we learned from many other successful uh, entrepreneurs, startup entrepreneurs. We followed the same. 
you know, because since it is a very specific tech engineering requirement, you know, you cannot judge by uh, by interview or you cannot judge by reading profile. You know, you have to hire them, take a risk of 30 days, 40 days, assign, see if they are compatible for your vision. That is the only way we can find the talent. And Arun, are you burning money today? Or are you break even or profitable? I'm I'm burning money today and I should be able to achieve break even probably end up this year or next year. How much did you burn last month? Last month? Uh, I would say close to $100,000. Sorry, $105,000. Does that make you nervous or you're good with that? No, man. We work with data, so I'm not nervous. All right. Very good, Arun. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, your favorite book. My favorite book? Uh, man. Uh, the fab book is The Hook, designed by the, the great UI UX designer how to create an app for engaging your users. What's the name of it? Sorry, The Hook? The Hook. The Hook. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? A CEO? Yep. Oh, okay. I love, uh, I love uh, uh, Tim right now. He's awesome. He's doing great. And also, I follow Sundar Pichai. Sundar Pichai, very good. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Juggle? Online tool for building Juggle. Man, I use Juggle for my internal team process and everything. I love Juggle can't, for it. Can't be one. your own. Yeah. Can't be your own tool. Oh, it cannot be my own tool. I think we used uh, uh, before what tool we used. Oh, man. Uh, since we moved 12 months ago to Juggle, I couldn't remember the product we used. Well, just think about tools that you used this morning. Tool. Right? tool. Trillo. Trillo is the one we used before we used Juggle. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many hours sleep? Six, six hours. And what's your situation? Are you married, single kids? Married, I have two kids. Two kiddos. Okay, and how old are you? Uh, I am 46. Yes. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20 years old? Yeah, don't, don't wait for others to believe in you. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. 20 years ago, he launched his agency, Cap Digisoft. He says he always wanted to launch a product that would impact millions. He's now building Juggle. They're doing $100,000 a month in revenue, up from almost nothing just a year ago. He put in 250k in a pre, you know, up up front to get it going, uh, and then raised another two, uh, raising three million right now. 2.3 already wired on a 15 million valuation, burning 100 grand a month uh, uh, per month right now, but doesn't concern him. He got plenty of runway. Team of 24, 15 engineers. Again, a platform that helps you motivate, track, and measure employee engagement. Arun, thanks for taking us to the top. Uh, thank you, and I appreciate it. And I, I wish you all the good luck for all the followers. And there is plenty of opportunity, team, I can tell you. But the thing is, like, pick one problem and stay focused and prepare for the changes. Market will demand something different than what you ask or what you plan for.